Hey guys, it's Megan here. What you're about to hear is Rebecca and I just chit-chatting about current events. No topics, no segments, just us having a good time. I hope you enjoy. I heard boom, and then just a whiff of shit hit my nose. Are we canceling Popeyes yet? Popeyes been canceled to me. Whoa, it's been canceled to me too. Like I haven't been there in forever, but then I did go to there to the bougie location to try out Megan's hottie sauce. Was it good? Mm, it was okay. It just tastes like a sweet and sour hot sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was okay. But yeah, yeah damn. So I saw. Rats. Yeah, I saw that video on Instagram, and I instantly thought like. I, the reason I stopped eating Popeyes was one, they were always out of chicken during the pandemic and it was pissing me off. And then when you would get it, it wasn't good. It's no. like ever since that um that sandwich, it hasn't been hitting like it used nah. to. It's like they had to they had to take the the eyes off the chicken for a minute so that they can like switch it out or something. Right. So it really hasn't been that good. And now that you see they have rats all over the place. I can't. No, after the chicken sandwich release and they started talking about the hormones in it. And I think I saw a video where like someone left an old chicken sandwich and all the meat turned into maggots. Oh, I did I not see that. I was so done. Yeah, it's just disgusting. And then but I honestly, think- I'm not mad at that. Because if you think about it, like they always talk about McDonald's and but how it could that- last three years and nothing happens to it. That was like I was going to say. Oh. I would rather my food like rot but so they then do nothing there was even this article about how mcdonald's a lot of their their food like 80 percent of it or i don't know the percent don't quote me uh-huh. but it was like trash and like it's like recycled material it's not even food yeah i heard Did you something see that? i didn't see that but i heard that like a lot of it is like animal scraps where it's not like you know like something will be like uh, chicken breast or yeah. chicken thigh where it's not it's, it's like scraps. the skin and yeah, the that's what I'm saying. cartilage but, and but they that. also said it's like a bunch of garbage mo- mixed it like literally physical like waste but how could that be girl i feel like i, no these I need to find that have article. to have checks and balances girl you know? no they don't child the fda ain't ain't nothing but a, a fool yeah people always be trying to credit them like they're so accredited but they're really not yeah, because you know they money a lot of the stuff world. Slide. It does. They let a lot of stuff slide, man. Yeah, I know. So, but yeah, Popeyes is canceled, and the, and the video Megan is referring to is this man who delivers for Popeyes. I think is in the D.C. area. I think so too. Um, he delivers the raw chicken in the morning, and he walks into the facility, and he starts banging on the walls, and child rats was popping out like. But here's the thing, you know that he's been seeing this because oh, he yeah, had his he phone has. ready, and he was, he was tapping the thing. Somebody like, else bang, in the bang, background bang. talking about some. You know you're wrong for that. Oh, you! I, didn't I heard that. them. I was like, "Are you kidding me? What do you mean he's wrong for that, man? People eating this food, like, and and you're wondering why you're getting all these cancers and all these things." And so after I saw that, I just had a vision of having a bucket of chicken and then pulling a rat, a fried rat out. You know Can what? You Ever that? since I watched some show years ago, that's always been my thing. My biggest <sighs> fear. Can you imagine, like, one like battered up? And now you know because there's a chicken shortage. Did you see that? Um. 
what is it? Wingstop commercial with uh, with the thighs. Yeah, and he's like, "What's what are we gonna do with the wing shorts? Surf thighs." <laughs> <laughs> That's Rick Ross. Yeah. He's funny as hell. But yeah, with the wing shortage, they might be like, let's just grab something else. I always wondered about that because only them chicks only had two damn wings. Yeah. It's two, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I had a moment. Yeah. So, mm. I don't know. It's really nasty. Yeah, it's really nasty. I don't know. It's going to be a point in time where I'm just going to be strictly... Uh, I'm not gonna say vegetarian, not vegan, but vegetarian because yeah. it's just getting nasty. Like I can't eat shrimp anymore. What happened? I don't you know. I ate seafood. it. I used to love shrimp. I ate. I mean, not all seafood, but like just shrimp, like in a sauce and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just turned off to it right now. I don't know. Just something about it. I just am not enjoying it like I normally do. Pat's off a steak too. He just can't yeah, eat a same. steak. Remember and we went to that steakhouse for my mom's mm-hmm, birthday? Mm-hmm. Girl, I was so disappointed that I got that. Like you can't digest it and mm-mm. Yeah, everything is changing. Everything is changing. That's because they're trying to manufacture stuff too quick mm-hmm. and it's just not right. Just run out. Just say we ain't got it. Like yeah. I'd rather you we not have it than you give me some crap. Right, stuff that's been injected with all the stuff to make it, to change the color and to do this, Even that. fish and salmon, I think they said there's like fish farms and they're like growing fake fish or they something. are and injecting it with all these colors, colors and ugh. hormones and all that because we're Girl. eating too much in this country that's why no one talks about the obesity and all this stuff but you shouldn't be eating the amounts of food we're eating for one meal right but then can we also talk about how we're actually wasting so much food because True. i drive past those grocery stores and if you look in the dumpsters it's it's fresh groceries that just look not so pretty and it trash. pisses me off that they lock the dumpsters and there's homeless people standing out front Girl. begging for money to buy food and you want to sneakily go to the back and throw out all this bread and stuff and then lock it. Girl, it's a sin. It's a sin. And that's really what's happening. I think we're just wasting it and we want everything to be so picture perfect. And if it, I mean, I know for me, like bananas, if if it's too many spots, I'm not eating yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not. I'll, it's I'll going to be banana bread. Or a smoothie. Yep. But otherwise, you ain't getting me to eat it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a part of the problem. We're going to work on it. But for me, when my bananas start to turn, I just take them out the peel and I freeze them. Same. So that way I can, you know, have them for my smoothies. But the thing with all of this that pisses me off is that we have these two jackasses, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, Girl. who instead of trying to fix where we live now, are trying to start a new life somewhere else Girl. on another fucking They've planet. They've probably been there already. They've probably been doing it. But I just think these people are creepy and weird, child, and unsaved. But why you want to leave here? You're going to screw up this country and you want to leave and screw somewhere else up. Girl, the people going to pay. It's just like a pissing match. And how about you? Like when I went to California and saw all those people in those tents and on the side of the road and all that, it broke my heart. Horrible. Like how is this supposed to be the best country in the world and all this? And this is how our people are living. I was literally at a Bears game and all these people are like singing the national anthem. I was like, fuck y'all. Yeah. Like Like, what is this what? what this country represents? Girl, a whole bunch of foolishness. I think. And it's like. Those people don't even have to donate that much to help those people. How about you just get taxed appropriately and then the issue is over? Child, and even if you don't want to do that, just just donate some of that money. You're going to get it back. And think about it. The, you cannot get to that amount of wealth without screwing over people along the way. Mm-hmm. You know, you're using factory workers who are getting paid pennies or overworking people, all these things. So 
it won't hurt you to give back money and help some communities out. But then that's why you see those people, they can't sleep at night. They they have all the problems in the world because they're not living right. But the ones who, like, you know, do the right thing and donate and really, you know, give back as they're supposed to because to whom much is given, there's much required. Yeah. So if you're doing what you're supposed to do, yeah. you get it back. Yeah. It's just so frustrating. Um that they do that and it's frustrating to the government too because the government instead of giving two three however many fucking stimulus what is that supposed to do for anybody girl girl nothing it's make so... us more lazy that's why nobody want to work like i've been to several restaurants and the service has been shit yeah because no Ooh, one yeah, your working. dog just farted hold on <laughs> <laughs> Why you had to come fart by me? Go fart by your mama. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I really want to get into these tweets, though. Which, okay. by the way, I looked them up today, and they were deleted. So I wonder if his girl found out Ooh. or what happened. What tweets? Okay, I'm going to read you. Do you want me to read one at a time, and we discuss each of them? Yes. Or all three, and we discuss No, the whole one thing? at a time. Okay, the first one said... I can't believe my girlfriend really think that I'm going to marry her and we'll live happily ever after. Soon as I get a decent job, I'm going to leave her and start dating my type. The fuck? (laughs) Oh, wow. He need his ass beat. Yeah. Like, he need to be jumped by, like, my brothers. I don't even got no brothers. I got one baby brother. So... Okay, let me just dissect this a little bit. I can't believe my girlfriend really think I'm going to marry her, which means you led her to believe that you're going to marry her. Yeah. So you're a liar. Yeah. Because why would she believe? Mm. If you were saying, like, girl, this is just temporary. Wait, pause. You're going to, like, turn the light off, right? (laughs) 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 Okay, so I'm like, damn, he just went over there. Sorry, go ahead, Megan. Yeah, like, if he was over there, like, we just helping each other, you know, splitting the bills, whatever, it'd be one thing. But the fact that he thinks, she thinks that he's going to marry her is an issue. But can we say this for real? I think, so, in relationships, if that's how he's talking, he's given that energy in his relationship. I know he has. Like, he's not faithful, something is going to be like, um, oh, I can't wait till he marries me if you're Someone with low self-esteem. Who's hoping and praying he gonna change? Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's what it sounds like to me because ain't no way in hell. Like, and even for me in the, in the past, in my past relationships, when it wasn't right, I think me and the other person knew it wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And we just tried. Like, we just tried to get, you know, try to make it work. Yeah. But what I realized about that is that's something I'm lacking that I'm not willing to work on that I'm being lazy to just date someone who's not, you know, matching up to where, you know, where I need to be. Right. And vice versa. Right. I was just about to say, because the second part makes me think that he is insecure right now. Very. Because he said, soon as I get a decent job, I'm going to leave her and start dating my type. The fuck? Why aren't yeah. you dating your type right now? Because he know he ain't shit. He ain't worth it. But the thing is, like, your type is not necessarily... Well, maybe it is about money because maybe you're not looking for someone who's quality, right? Mm -hmm. Because. Or you think you can't get someone quality with where you're at. If you're working at, no disrespect, but let's say McDonald's or something, then maybe you don't think you can get the CEO of a company. 
So you're going to date someone right, else. Right. But the then at the same time, a lot of those people not searching for that. They're looking for people of good character, good morals, you know, of good faith. Like that's what a lot of people are good stability. That's what people are looking for half the time. They're not really, you know what I'm saying? And do you really think that person who you think is your type is going to stay with you and put up with you after they don't want no, you. No, your no. type doesn't because want you. Honestly, like to your core, your moral, you're not a good person because right. if you're going to use someone just to get where you need to be and then to feel like okay with yourself, you're you're not going to get anything. No. You're and not. I agree. And literally like if I was his girl, I would slap the shit out of him and leave. If she knows. <clears throat> and if she has some self-esteem. Exactly. Okay. The second one said, if my girl can leave me for a guy who's well-established and appreciates her more than I do, I would gladly accept and never hold her hostage just because she's been with me through thick and thin. This entitlement over people's lives is the reason people resort to violent behavior. What? He's toxic. Yeah. And I don't think anyone feels entitled over your life if we've been building something together and you up and yeah. leave of course i'm gonna feel some type of way yeah, it's not that i feel entitled together. it's that you literally played me like a fucking fool it's sad because this guy is it seems like he's driven by money and driven by like material things and he it's to me it seems like she's more established than he is and yeah. he's mooching off of her yeah and then when he's done with whatever he's doing training or school or whatever yeah. then he's just gonna be like all right thanks i mean i think the truth of the matter is a lot of guys are intimidated by successful women and a lot of women are very successful in these days and they have a lot of opportunity that a lot of men aren't given right and do you think do you think that i think that I think Do you think a, it's harder for men to be successful than it is for women? I wouldn't say that. I would just say that with women, when you put a challenge in front of us, mm -hmm. there's nothing that's going to stop us if that's what we want, right? Mm -hmm. And I think we're always going to get what we want. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. I can't really say. Yeah, I think... Yes and no. I think that if you look at the workforce and CEOs and all this stuff, mm -hmm. this country shows that men dominate that type of workforce. But yeah. now everyone is moving into entrepreneurship mm -hmm. and things like that. And it's not that way. Right. It's mostly women owned companies and all that stuff. Yeah. So. It's well, because a lot of those companies, women's were, women were running the show. But we're allowing men to fill that role of the head boss, CEO, whatever. Right. Letting them sit at the table and letting them delegate. But truly, so there was probably a woman in the background saying, okay, let's do this and this. Exactly. We just never knew about it. But And I think that's kind of how it is in the household. Like, I think the woman, if, if the woman truly leaves, come on, the yeah. house is going to fall apart. I say that all the time. If something happened to me, like, God help us. Because, right. Or help them. Right. And I mean, they'll, they'll figure it out. They'll come to find a way, but it's not going to always be the best way in the, in the beginning. It's going to take time. Yeah. And that's why I always think like we were talking earlier about like being equal. I feel like a lot of men like to tell like, I do so much. I work so hard and my woman nags or this, that, and the third, but it's because women get shit done without having to speak on every single thing they do. Yeah. Like, I think about the things that I do in a day, and it's like, 
it would be overwhelming for some people to think the just the stuff we do on a whim without even having to put much brain power in it. It's like planning, you know, setting this up, doing this, Mm -hmm. that, and the third. We do it and people think it's just easy for us. Like, oh, you go do that because it's easy. It's like, no. Yeah. And that's what it is. I think in relationships, I wouldn't say it's 50-50, but I think it's complimenting, right? So your man or your husband goes out and makes the money. But, like, whatever you do is complimenting the situation, right? You're you're making him make less decisions in the morning. Like, his clothes are picked out or they're ironed or they're washed or they're folded. But it's hard, too, because then it's like, as a woman, I I personally don't do that stuff because I don't want to see you as my child. Like, I have a child. I don't need a second one. Like, I'm picking my clothes out. I'm doing all this, like grow up you know like i didn't marry you to be another liability for me right i think i think it's case by case though i can't say that that i want that in in my relationship but i think you know you gotta do what you gotta do yeah i feel like for me it's more like i want us to support each other on like a mental Mm-hmm. standpoint you know like i want us to grow in that way and expand each other's minds and let us you know see different perspectives like i don't want to mooch off each other yeah no no i just think that in a partnership you just pick up where your partner lacks yeah and and then when they start flourishing hopefully they'll be like wow thank you for Thank you for being that support to me in that moment rather than, oh, I made where I need to be. And now I'm done with you. Right. Like, what? What yeah. is that? No. Um. Anyway, <coughs> the third tweet mm-hmm. said people need to understand that we're not entitled to be with them forever just because they were with us when we were broke. We mm-hmm. each have our own preference. And that doesn't make me love my current girlfriend any less. Things change. Feelings change. It's a vicious life cycle. Wow. I mean, so I do agree that things change and feelings change, Mm -hmm. but you have to be mature enough when you're deciding to be with someone long term and you're taking up their time. Um, But I think that comes with like marriages, right? You know that your partner is probably going to be a little bit different later. That's why you say through better and worse or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you work on being good friends. So that way you can have different stages in your relationships. But I think when you're dating, if you're feeling this way early on, you should just let that person be and find their person because you wouldn't speak that way of someone that you truly love and care about, regardless of money and all these material things. And this guy needs to realize that, honestly, money can do nothing for you when if you're in the hospital bed with COVID or whatever, like all it can do is help you maybe have an extra doctor or two to come look at you for five minutes. But otherwise like your health and mental health is way more important than, than what he's trying to make so important. And yeah, I think his just his whole thinking is skewed because no one feels entitled to anyone. If, If we're building together, of course I'm expecting that we're, you don't start a relationship to think it's going to end. No. So if it does end, of course, I'm going to feel some type of way. Who raised him? Who hurt him? Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Or somebody, somebody did something to him. Yeah. 
He's yeah. he's battling a lot of inner demons. Something is going on there. And I pray that this woman can see through it or understands and moves on and finds her true person and doesn't let this person shit on her like that. Because how rude. Or maybe she's doing the same thing. Maybe it's yeah. just like, I'll stay with you right now. And maybe she's leveling it up too. And it's right. like, and it's feeling the exact same way. But, okay. But in those situations, because I feel like I've tried to like, just have fun with people like, Oh, let's mm-hmm. just enjoy each other's company. Like, let's go get dinner. Let's hang out. But then I've had guys say, no, I don't want to do that because I don't want to like fall for you. And then later be the person who's like, you know, mm-hmm. down and out or upset about it. And, and I get it. So I just think that you shouldn't waste your time. But do you think maybe not for you personally, but do you think friends with benefits could work? No. Never. In no circumstance. No, you always have feelings, yo. I think it could work. No. I think if it's too somebody secure always people, have fe- Somebody always got feelings, yo. If it's too secure people Mm-mm. and who are just in an in-between and they both know that... I think know, men can do it, but women, we're not built like that. Come on, Megan. I think we're all different. <laughs> savage! <laughs> Megan's a savage. I just think like... <laughs> If I know what it is and you're not mm-hmm. my type, because think of it, most of the time, if you're oh. not my type, yeah. I'm not gonna be thinking no, long term with you. No, but seriously, like I feel like need. I've talked to someone who wasn't really my type, and then I like saw them get with someone that they they're good for, and I'm like, uh, it, it kind of stings. Like I mean, I really don't care, but I'm like, oh, yeah. But so yeah, I think women we always have some attachment because you know that's just no. It's, it's about setting those boundaries though. Don't bring me no gifts. Don't take me to dinner. Don't do you know. Oh, uh-uh. like, I'm not even that kind of girl. You no, I'm not saying me. us, but I'm saying it could work if you have a need that needs to be fulfilled <laughs> at that time. I guess, child. I'm too needy in the that way. I don't. I can't even play like that with my time or my emotions. <laughs> I don't know. Um, should you expect someone to change when you get into a relationship with them? Expect them to change? Yeah. Like they, let's say, let's do something basic. Like they're a smoker. You Mm -hmm. can't stand the smell of smoke and Mm. they want to quit, but they haven't made that effort. Is that something that you should expect them to do getting into a relationship Uh, with them? No, that's such a like deep rooted issue. I think change is it's 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 a lot of discipline and i think you have to look at the person and say man does this person have discipline does this person want to change you know does this person want to be different because if they have no desire to forget about it like they're fine where they are like even for me or for anyone else like i feel like we have our our ways with some certain things and we're like okay i know i need to change this and i know Mm -hmm. the minute i change this i'll get better results but how often do we really do it right Like, I think you'll do it for, like, a certain amount of time, and then you get comfortable again, and then you continuously have to reset. Mm -hmm. So I think change is, like, you kind of let up for a little bit, and you do better for, like, maybe a few months, and then you kind of slip back into your old ways. Yeah, I feel both ways. I feel like people do – we are changing every day, and if you're in the right relationship, you are changing for the better, Mm -hmm. and this person should motivate you to want to be better for yourself. But at the same time, if they have what they're, I don't know. I just feel like that's something really hard and deep rooted and you I can't expect anything from anyone. I think change on you, it's not genuine and I think you're going to eventually yep. revert back. Yep. But I think if you're in a healthy relationship and, and you're loving who you're becoming, 
then yes, you're going to change and it's going to be easy and you're never going to look back. But I think a lot of people force people to be who they want them to be in relationships Mm -hmm. and then they later resent them years later. Like it might not happen right away, but you know, give them 10 years and they're going to hate you because they're like, fuck, you changed my whole situation and right before my eyes. Yep. And then the things that they thought were better when you're in a relationship are the things that they resent you for in the end. Yep, yep. Oh, my God. Ugh, gosh. But this also brings me to what I was thinking about this week is, do you think you have to support your partner's dreams? Yeah, you have to. You really have to. Why it's, do you it's think It's out that? of respect. I th- that's part of who they are. Because, like, like, we always laugh about this, but my ex wanted to be a rapper. Bro. Well, that's what that's what I was thinking about when I was thinking about this question. Like Patrick, thank God, doesn't want to be a rapper, but he does all this music <laughs> stuff, and I'm not interested. But you know what? The funny thing is, is like those very things that they're super passionate about. They're gonna put in so much work to prove that it's valuable, right? But that's what I'm saying. You putting all this work into this bullshit that don't bring no money. Where are you? But that's what I'm in saying. The shit that is. But look at me. Look at me. Right. I. I'm a makeup artist, right? Mm-hmm. And I went to college. I spent a lot of money on college. Woo-woo-woo. Everybody thinks, and my family was like, oh, you should go be a nurse. You should do this because you're going to make more money. And sh- there's sometimes I can request $1,500 for the day because mm-hmm. that's what well, that's what I feel like my time is worth yep. because I've worked my ass off. Yes, I didn't get here in two years. It probably took me about five or six, but... I'm building my brand. And if someone came in my life and didn't believe in that, goodbye. But is it just because you're not supporting someone's um, dreams? Does it mean that they are unsupportive? Is it a black and white thing? I think it's just, it's just, I don't, I don't like it because I even have a family member who's, who's has like a genius idea, who's working on it. And I, in my heart and soul, I don't think his wife supports it the way she should. And he really can't meet his full potential without the support of his wife, Mm -hmm. of his rib, of, you know, the person who's supposed to be with him through thick and thin. I think, really, I think the partner should give a fair shot at whatever it is because you never know. Like, I mean, with what Patrick likes, I mean, it's a big industry. If If he chooses to, you know, do it right, he could probably double his income you know what i'm saying triple it and ask for whatever he wants but like i said it takes a really focused person and i think the partner needs to prove to you that like listen i'm willing to do this this is my goal this is my timing and then let's try and if it doesn't work i'm willing to try something else but i think the partner should always support but should like sometimes people have a lot of goals and they're yeah. just misguided. Okay, no. Does everything need no. to be supported? I, I'm not gonna say everything needs to be supported, but the big ones should be. And I think, like I said, they have to prove to you that this is something important to them, and they're willing to put the work in. Because, girl, if he picked out, if he came up with like ten clients, they're like, okay, we're gonna pay you ten ten k for the month. Girl, I bet you're gonna support it. I'm always where the money is. <laughs> <laughs> Where the money resides. No, but for real, like, I think, but I think you have to come with your, you got to back it up. You can't just keep talking about, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, because I feel like there's a lot of things people say, but you got to come with your receipts. I think some things should be left hobbies and other things should be goals. Agreed. And we need to be able to decipher 
what's what. But then also, I think you're a very a planning type person. I am. Yeah. So I'm very and, type A. I, I don't feel like I have a creative bone in my body. Yeah. So then that's hard yeah. because when you, when you're with creatives, that's all, that's all we need. Yeah. I feel like being, I surround myself with creatives and you guys see inspiration in everything. And I'm yeah. like, sometimes a window is just a window, but there's it doesn't no have ceiling. to be, it doesn't have to lead anywhere. <clears throat> it doesn't have to do anything. Sometimes it is just what it is, you know? And I look at like, for instance, I remember when, you know, I have like, and I, who is out of town, and she's always down my back about getting my master's and doing this. And I'm like, if I go spend 30 grand or 50 grand on a master's, why can't I invest that in, in all the things that I have in my back pocket that I know will change people's lives on a daily, right? right. Versus me working a job where they're going to pay me that 50K that I, you know what I'm saying? That's going to take me forever to get to pay back off. Like, no, I don't want to be, I don't want a cap. I don't want a ceiling. I want to be able to make what I make based on the work that I put in. Right. But do you think there should be a time limit on dreams? Like, okay, like no. you said, the friend who wanted to be a rapper. Mm-hmm. Can they spend 25 years in their basement trying to do no. demos and not like having said, a job? Like I said before, I think anything, any goal, when you have a proper goal, you have tangibles to it. So you have a time length. You have you know, you have a plan of action to get to that goal. You can't just say, oh, I have a goal and this is what I'm going to do. Like, you have to say, okay, these are the three things I'm going to do to get to it. And if you do the work, why why are you going to fail? Yeah. I just feel like many times people aren't motivated and they use it as a crutch where it's like, no. oh, I got to do my music. I have to stay up all night. I have to do this and that. So I can't work. No. If you, if this mm-hmm. is really your passion and you're hustling, then you need to work. So that you can afford your passion. Yep, exactly. Exactly. And that's what, bingo. But I think this generation don't see that. They feel like I shouldn't have to work or anything because I need to be doing what my passion is. Like for me, for instance, I worked in Nordstrom after I graduated college. And people were looking at me like, girl, you just went to college, you work in Nordstrom. Hell yeah, because this is what I like to do. I'm going to figure it out from the ground roots of it. Now I know how to sell. Now I know how to um, approach high luxury clients. Mm-hmm. Now I know, you know, I know how to, if someone tells me no, I know how to, you know, pick myself up off the ground and keep going because there were times in Nordstrom, I had to call like a list of 20 people right. and girl, they're hanging up in my face and you're yelling at me or whatever. So I feel like I built, I built so much grit along the way to be who I am and yeah I wouldn't trade it for nothing if you're an entrepreneur you need to know the business inside out because you're the admin you're the accountant you're the you know CEO you're the CFO you Mm -hmm. have to be every part of your business until that funding hit until that PPP (laughs) so you need to have that um that skill set can we talk about that what the people still ain't going to jail they they going to though girl them farmers (laughs) These people are whole fools, especially people Hopeful. who are already in the industry. Like, it wasn't a baby blue from Pretty Ricky or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. what, what are you doing? Aren't you yeah. supposed to have money? Like, yeah. why are you getting PPP loans? Well, you know, that's another misconception. I think we all think celebrities have money. And sometimes it's just fame. It's just like people have built a really good platform and and they're just not using it correctly. Yeah. And it's sad. Like, But sometimes things do die out like nothing lasts forever and it should be okay for someone to get a regular job. Like 
you know, like it's sad that we clown people if we see them mm-hmm. working at a grocery store or doing this and that because they were famous because they were on TikTok. Like, come on, we know that stuff don't last. So, and I mean, yo, what y'all really need to realize is by any means, it is by any means. We're all just trying to survive. Yep, and live the best people, life we can. Like, I mean, I don't know. I just know that for me, it's by any means. Whatever I gotta do to support myself or my family, or the people I love, I'm going to do it, and I don't care about anybody's judgment, and that's what 30s did to me. 30s told me, we don't give a F, okay? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, for me, it kind of sucks, because I've always had a personality where it's like, yep, I'm not dealing with it, not dealing with you, but it really solidified it. Like, the people who are around me now are the people who, you know, like, I know support me and believe in me, and I don't need anyone else. Nope. So it just made me more firm in who I am and what I'm doing. You don't need no other body. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But, okay, so now that we're talking about family and different things, yeah. are you obligated to maintain a close relationship with family members who are harmful to your mental health? But them people. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. I feel like... um at the end of the day, anyone who makes you feel uneasy, who makes you feel insecure, you know, who's not good to you, one, I think you have to take the steps. Like, you have to let them know how they make you feel and make them aware. I don't think you should just cut them off. I just think you should let people know where you're at when you're there so it's not a surprise. Like, you can't save shit for people. Like, oh, yeah, two months ago you said this to me. They're not even going to yeah, remember don't do that. that. But – in the instance when they're doing it, you catch them right there. You grab them and say, listen, what you're doing right now is making me very uncomfortable. You get you get them together. And if they can't respect that, goodbye. Yeah, Family and I don't not. think you need to be disrespectful. Maybe you wait till a moment where you're not as upset, yeah. but not the two months like you said. And oh, no, they're going to hear from me then. Yeah, like, let me tell you, and I'm going to say, listen, maybe we should take some space or not be mm-hmm. around each other as much because – this is not working with me. And every time I'm around you, I feel a certain way and let them know. And the ball is in their court. If they want to be around you, then they're going to recognize those boundaries and adjust what they're doing. Yep. And if they don't respect you enough, then they just can't be around you anymore. Yeah. And then by taking that, that access away, they're either going to, um, (laughs) they're even going to, make the adjustment and respect you or they're going to continue to do it and then they're going to just lose you. And if it's worth them losing you, then goodbye. I feel like life is too short for people to one, be unhappy Mm -hmm. and two, surround themselves with negativity. Oh my God. You can't go anywhere with negative energy. Like one thing I realize is when I surround myself with people who are like-minded like I know that's such a cliche thing but it really drives you you're like damn like they're about their business I'm about my business Mm -hmm. and they're doing this I want to do that like it's really important who you surround yourself with even sometimes like in the morning I really try to filter my conversations in the morning because if someone calls you with bad news early in the morning or with an issue or something it Mm -hmm. really changes the whole your whole day Mm -hmm. like and I want to be in control of what my day looks like. So don't call me before 12. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Unless you got a check for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
please don't do it. Like, mm-mm. I think you just have to be super, um, you got to be in control of your energy and, you know, what people are putting out there because it could be detrimental. <laughs> yeah. And it's sad that a lot of the time strangers support you more than family. Oh, no, they do. In they many do. things. And they so do. it's really hard sometimes for family members to see you in a different light when you're mm-hmm. doing different things. Yep. And because they remember you as the person you used to be. Right. And they know the flaws and they can't mm-hmm. imagine that you could have grown yep. or changed in any way. Yep. So I think creating space and distance, especially when you're trying to grow, grow. And mm-hmm. if you have new ideas, maybe you don't share with everyone. Yeah. Yes, your family and friends love you. But at the same time, mm-hmm. sometimes you need to go out on your own you and do. do your own thing and just show and them just the do end it. result. Yep. Because they're like, who do you think she is? She got she got a business now. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yep. And I didn't need nothing from you because people are always waiting for that moment to say like, well, I help them with this and this when you actually make it. Yeah. And I mean, we got to admit that we do got them cousins or family members. He's like, oh, damn, here they go again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. And I just think you just never know when someone's moment is coming, you know? Yeah. And let's just all like take everyone where they are. Yeah. I hate the statement. Um, treat them how um you want to be treated. I really hate that people use all the time because for me, I'm going to treat you how you want to be treated, not mm-hmm. how I want to be treated because we're two different people. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm going to treat you how what I got. What, what I got. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm like that's my flaw. I'm like, okay, wait. Sorry, it's not a great day. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my god. But no, I'm respectful. So if we're talking about dating, I want to know, because you're in the dating scene now. Oh, God. Is it different now in your 30s? Like, are you in our 20s? You always you hear conflicting things where it's like, make a list because you should know what you want. And then you hear people say, don't have a list, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like in your 30s? It's different. You're looking for different things than you were in your 20s? You're definitely looking for different things. But I think that um, you're kind of in this like limbo spot. For me, I'm like, I know what I don't want. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's like bigger than anything. Like, I'm like, this is what I don't want. So like if you're on a date, you're thinking you're like red flag. Boom. Yeah. And I feel like the problem with that is sometimes we eliminate people too fast, especially in this generation. So I've been trying to give people more grace, but man, I mean, if it's a red flag, I'm like, buddy, so sorry. Like, like for instance, some guys, when they know I have a business, they're like, Oh yeah, you, you big time. Nah, I'm not (laughs) like, I'm still working Mm -hmm. and don't make me think I'm bigger than you. Right. Don't do that. But what if you are, is that not okay? It's okay, but like, don't make don't make it awkward. Yeah, don't make it weird. Like, don't make me feel a certain way. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I already feel a certain way. Like, don't. I don't know. I don't know I, because you always said, see men on the flowers. other side who put women down. Where it's like your right. little bitch. True, 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 or, true. You know. Yes, but I don't like the guys who be like, "Oh yeah, let me hold some type." You know. Yeah, I, I don't know them. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, they'd be like, oh, yeah, you, you big money now. You got this. No, I no, don't. No, I don't. No, I, I still don't. need to be treated chivalrous. Has someone really ever asked you to pay for a date? Dang, has anyone asked me to pay for a date? 
No. No. I don't even give that energy off, child. I don't even be having my wallet. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, I've paid before, but no one asked. On a first date? Not a first date. Never. 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 Yeah. And I, I feel like if I had to, like if I had to pull out my wallet on the first date for anything, I'm low-key turned off. And I did. I went on a first date with this guy. And I think I had to pay for like parking or something. Yeah. And I was just like, ugh, like you was who mad are the next you? day. <laughs> I was like, cancel, goodbye. Right. But then I realized that as I get a little bit older, I get a little bit more mature. And I realized that I truly can't put everything on someone else because once again, like we're still just getting to know each other. So really I'm not their financial responsibility. But I think mm. a man should be a gentleman though, mm-hmm. still in certain situations. Like, okay, I pay for my gas, I pay for my hair, I pay for all these things to look beautiful on this date. So, like, my valet, like, I feel like I shouldn't pull out my wallet. (laughs) Unless it's a bad date and he's just like, oh, fuck this girl, go pay your own valet. I don't know how I feel about this. Partly, I'm always like, yeah, men should do everything. But again, I think it's all about communication and the approach. If a guy came to me and it was a first date and be like, you want to do, I don't know, like dinner and a movie, you pay for dinner, I pay for the movie. Like if they approach it like that and it was cool and chill and we talked about it prior, then I don't think I would mind. Don't surprise me. If we went to dinner, you paid and we got to the movie and he was like, you got to take his right. I, that's not okay with me. Yeah. Like, no, you, this was your idea. You yeah. asked me on this date, so you right. need to pay. Right. And I think it also, with that communication, you know where they are. If they, if they have an abundance of money and like they're doing very well, I don't think you should be stingy. Like, I mean, you're the same person that's probably popping bottles for like a few thousand on mm-hmm. the weekend with your homeboys. Don't make a woman pay like a hundred dollars for half the date like no i think that's rude yeah but if you're in tough times and you're just trying to get to know someone and you really want to get to know them just say hey can we do this or do something that's or less even expensive if it's not tough times but let's say you've been trying to find a girl for a minute and okay. you're tired of these first dates okay and, you know you've been spending all this money then i would probably change my approach up a little bit and say let's just go for a walk or let's just split this. I'll pay no, for dinner no, 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 and you no. pay for the movie. No, no. That doesn't need to be your first date then. Yeah. I mean, a first date wouldn't be a movie anyway because you don't get to no. know each other. But I think if I think we need to learn how to date and get well, to know school people. us. How do you date? I, I don't know. That's why I am single. <laughs> but I'm saying like if you are tired of spending your money, say, hey, let's go meet for coffee. Let's go. Let's go meet for a cocktail or I bought a bottle of wine. Meet me at, I don't know, a park. Or mm-hmm. let's go to this winery. Where Like, go places where you can afford to lose a little bit, right? Yeah. Or, like, let's go grab some ice cream. Or if their person is a very active person, let's meet at the gym. Let's work out together. Yeah. Get I to know free. the people. Yeah. And get to see, get to know if that's someone you want to invest in before you, like, just pull out your wallet and take them to the fanciest restaurant. I think a lot of guys try to just, like, pull out all the stops in day one and... Then they try to set this tone. You well, took yeah, me to Maple and Ash, yeah. but baby, don't take me to McDonald's the third date because yeah. we started at Maple and Ash, okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, keep that same energy. No, I agree. We need to set these expectations from the beginning. Right. Um, But I'm asking because I have a coworker that was, who's dating and they're in like, they're around our age and they were saying that they went on, I think this is the second or third date mm-hmm. and the person asked on their body count. 
Oh. And I was like, are the we woman? still doing yes, this the woman? in the 30s? Like, yes, they were the like, you know, like, how many people have you been with? I'll tell you, you know, like, they Why had that, that conversation. Matter? That's what I wanted to know. Does it matter? I mean, that's none of your concern. But maybe maybe he feels like if I'm dating a girl who's been with 50 people, then that's not the mother of my children wow. or that's not the person I want to be Child, with. Child, let me tell you something. The hoes is the ones getting married and getting babies, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just kidding. But no, for real, like, that's none of your concern. I feel like you need to get to know that person and they could have changed. They could have had a horrible, like, past life and been through a lot and... I don't know. Like, and now they've changed, maybe recommitted their lives. I don't know. And can we just really get rid of that question? Because everybody lies. Everybody lies. Who going to say, I've been with a thousand people? Yeah. Like, like, let's just not ask that question. Yeah. Yeah. No, because then you have to like, okay, someone says 10, you got to add another 10. Yeah. Right. I mean, I would. (laughs) Like, I'm at 20, yo lying ass. Right. But like, if they do tell you the truth, though, what if he's like, I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to go first. And you realize he's been with like 20 people a year. Does it affect the way you feel about him? No, I, I think that maybe if we back this question up a little bit, maybe this is different for virgins. For like people who are like, sorry, like I'm, I have never been with anyone. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And. I'm not saying they're going to ask the person, but they're going to tell the person like, hey, I've never been with anybody. So, But no, I think w- for the men asking, I feel like they want to know that their woman in their head's not a hoe. So love hoes. But they don't want to wife them. No, they don't want to know that they're a hoe. Like, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Like, no. Y'all, the boys is hoes. Like, why y'all care? Yeah, they, they're hoes, but they don't want to be like, I don't want to be in a room with a girl where she's fucked someone else. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess that, that's yeah valid. But, I mean, man. This I mean, as we get so older, they, you're more likely to be in a room you slept with somebody else. I mean. I don't know. I ain't been in that many rooms. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> if I'm 40, you know, and I've lived in the same town or something like that, don't expect me not to know somebody I'm just. <laughs> I am dead. Megan got some skeletons, y'all. <laughs> it don't make no sense. Yeah, no, I just think that if the person is good to you and they love you and they're genuine and they don't have any STDs and you're not falling in, bro, why do you care? For real. And even if you are falling in, there's stuff for that. Bye, Megan. I'm just saying you can no. get that nipped and tucked and injected. And I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, I just think that, man, that's not your concern. I think people should, you know, if, if you feel that way, that means you don't trust that person. If that's a question, well, they don't know table. you yet. I'm saying this is first, second, third date type stuff. That's not a first or third date question. If, okay, you're in your 30s, you're going to have sex before the fifth date. Are so you? you are. No. In your 30s? It is a thought. No, I'm asking. I'm married. So I'm asking, how long are you waiting in your 30s, though? For real. Oh, girl. Child. Are we waiting months? Cobwebs. Yeah, because the thing is, it's people sending their representatives out, right? I so better be engaged it. in months if I'm in my 30s. I'm no, sorry. Man, this, I don't have the this time. Is not, this is not that. 
this this generation is totally different. So you can't just be out here giving the cootie cat away, honey girl. No, you just, just gonna be giving it out, and that's it. And they're gonna be like goodbye. Mm-mm. One thing I realized, I think in my thirties, is that like the more you hold out, is the more you see who people really are and who, what they really want from you. But are you holding out because of them or are you holding out for you? Because women no, have I'm their holding own desires out for me. too. No, I'm holding out for me because I want to see, does this person align with what I'm looking for? Are, are we a match? Because guys can tell you all the sweet stuff and buy you all the stuff that you want in the first couple months and get them some and then be like, okay, goodbye. Right, but we have to be a match sexually too. No, 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 Megan. Oh, I no. mean. I, yes, we do. But I'm saying you can you could get there. You can get there. Yeah, you can. But you can't get someone who's gonna respect you and who's But that's what I'm saying. You. Not initially. Like we don't have to do it the first night. But at the same time, are we not re- I just feel like as a grown adult, I can choose what I want to do with my body. And if you choose not to respect me, that's a you, you problem. Can. You can. You can. But I just also think it's where people are. Like, for instance, like I was on a few dates with this guy. Like, I thought he was cool. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, he's a good mm-hmm. guy. Girl, the minute he didn't get none, child, crickets. So that means that's basically what you're telling me. That's what you were here for. Yeah, that's disgusting. Right. So sorry. And I think sometimes you got to have that weeding out process. You kind of got to see who's really going to stick with you, who's really going to give you the time. And then there are some that will stick around and will still get it and then later get it after three months, whatever your time limit is, and be like, goodbye. So you just have to, I think, dating is a time to gather information on someone and to get to know someone. It's not really necessarily about sex. It's trying to understand the person and see Hey, is this person a match for me? Do I do I enjoy their company? Do I want to spend more time with them? Do I want to get to know them better? Are they good to their family? Do, like, you know what I'm saying? Do they respect people? Like, who is this person? I That's just what feel like about. it's all a game. And I feel like once you are in your 30s, like, leave the game shit in the 20s. Girl. Like, are we interested in the same thing? Are we compatible? Are we friends? Like, those are the things that we need to be thinking about to see if it's going to last long term. Not like I'm going to wait two days to call her back or she needs to give me this. And, you know, it's just all a joke. Well, you know what it is? Let's transition right here, because I think that's where it comes to dating someone older than you, dating someone a little bit more. Because I've looked at um, a few people in relationships and in more serious relationships, and they're dating people that's like almost 10 years older than them. Like their relationships are working out a little bit better because those people are a little bit more mature. Mm. Like there's several like celebrity relationships too. And just people like, I think Lori Harvey's dating Michael B. Jordan. I think she's 24 and I think he's 34. Like there's Mm -hmm. a 10 year gap, no matter what the age is. Yeah. And he's been through a lot more than she has. She's young and she's probably still living her best life. And who knows if she's really going to commit, but I think they have a better chance than Lori dating someone who's also 24. Agreed. I mean, we know from like school that men develop way later than women anyway. So as a woman, you should be probably looking for someone that's a little bit older. Yep. And a man in his mid thirties, I think is so much more settled. Yeah. More settled and wanting to settle down. I think it's so sexy. Like when guys like I'm 35, I'm like, Oh, yeah. Panty dropper. <laughs> no. But even though sometimes they play games too, but like it's just it's a different game. Yeah. 
you know they're just not looking to have bodies on them yeah like dudes in their 20s are just looking for those experiences girl girl no but 30s yeah dating guys in their 30s late 30s and 40s it's a vibe yeah for sure so and are some you- of them be having kids and stuff too so it's like uh, a little more baggage yeah. <laughs> are you enjoying dating right now i am i think that um if i was meant to be married um it, it would be and i think that maybe there's more things i need to work on that i don't see yeah and that's just like with anything else, like even in business, I feel like there's certain opportunities that I've got this year that if I would have gotten like three, four years ago that I wouldn't hold the same value or I wouldn't have taken it, you know, as serious as I do now. So I think yeah. that's probably the same thing with dating. I think it's just I'm done with living on people's time schedules. Of You got to do this by this time. And nah, it is what it is. Yeah, I think that all the time. There's so many things in life that we really, like, want or we pray for and we don't, you know, and it doesn't happen. But then you realize later it didn't happen for a reason. Yeah. I think a lot of times, like, for me, I want was I really want to have a second kid. And then, you know, like, with my transition to this house and with, you know, working a lot and all this stuff, a lot of times it's like, wow, then wasn't the time because I wouldn't have been able to do X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you see stuff in hindsight where it's like, I'm glad that didn't happen. And God blocked it for a reason. I really think my husband's somewhere with some hoochie mama. And by the time he meet me, he's going to appreciate me so much more. Because I'm like, damn, like, this is what I've been missing in my life. Mm-hmm. This stability, this, like, strong queen who who loves me for who I am. Or not he's not with a hoochie mama and grinding. Girl, that, too. Yep. He's making that money, creating whatever. Yep. He's, he's somewhere doing. praying for me. I hear you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and y'all but, yeah. are on the way. Or y'all could already know each other right now. Girl. I'm thinking about everybody I know. Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you never know. And it's funny. I think a lot of, I mean, I've been so busy with my bridal season this uh, summer, this past summer or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think every bride literally knew their partner from either high school, college, or in passing. Like, was like, oh, like, we went to the same high school. We've known each other, but we never, like, dated or talked. Like, never had a conversation, but, like, re-met as adults there's some statistic and don't quote me on it but it said something like 60 something percent of the people who get married past 25 Mm -hmm. already knew the person they're married okay yeah i could see that but is that a lazy thing is that just some like okay well i know this person let me just go back to this i don't think so because like you said it's not like they dated previously or something okay they were around them at some Uh. point and they probably saw, like, think about it. There could be a friend of a friend that you know who's been seeing you grind and hustle and all that yeah. and been like, damn, Rebecca's on her shit and, you know, <laughs> is attracted to you. Don't get me excited. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. And then one day they're just going to pop up, you know? Right. Yep. I agree. I think so. Yeah. So. Never know. You never know who's watching you. Yep. Put your best foot forward, child, every day. Or just be you. And then. Yep you can get engaged in months like i said because y'all already know each other speaking of being engaged in like marriages okay so kim is supposedly been on dates with this pete davidson dude okay i need to know what his situation is because he's in my opinion not attractive girl he he i'm not even gonna say what it's giving 
I don't want to be rude, but yeah. He looked kind of dirty. I, but maybe that's what she needs at this point. Like she just wants my kind of regular fun. That's you know, like why does everyone divorced? have to be in a relationship? Is she I think divorced? she's almost and and you know, people skew that. Once we file, it's over type of thing. You know? Oh, is that it? That's what people are giving. Oh. They're not waiting for the ink to dry. It's like I filed, I'm done with you, so Whoa. I can move on. But I think there needs to be a time in everyone's life. If you're getting out of a marriage you need to have fun you can't just jump into another relationship yeah no you can't so live your life and have fun but i think um for women who are relationship girls it's hard for them to to just be out there having fun because they're relationship girls so they have all of these expectations on dating and what you know what people should be bringing to the table that maybe they were lacking in their marriages that they expect to see in like dating now and I think that's why you need to have the fun, though, because I feel like once you leave something long term, yeah. you're instantly like attracted to what you didn't have. But that doesn't yeah. mean it's the right person. True. You need parts of each of these relationships to make it work. Yeah. But when you're in the the limelight, you can't do anything. She was at a freaking amusement park and they're taking pictures like, can she at least get be. to know somebody? Let her be. Like, because yeah. I mean, when Kanye be on these days, they say something and they just let him be, you know, I they're going to follow her to the bathroom, child. I find it interesting. It's a white person, though. That's oh, my he, God. That's why all I of them are she's not that people. interesting. No, I think they're all going back to their people now. At this point, she got her black children. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yep. I don't know. Yeah, I do not know. But right. um. What have you been, um, what new restaurants and stuff have you been going to? I feel like I see you go out all the time. Are there any good places that we should recommend to anyone? You know what? Like, I feel like my Instagram is very deceiving. People be like, oh my God, you're living your best life. And I It looked like it, girl. But I'm still like treading water. But I went to this, I want to say it was like a, it's not a winery, but it's like, uh, how do you call those things? Like a wine shop. Mm Mm-hmm. Like and a tasting room or something? Yeah, it's like a winery, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's called 1340 Wine. What was it called, man? Mm. I forgot. Let me not lie. Um, 1340BWS, Beer Wine Spirits. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. So good. Black-owned. Um, I went in there. That. I know, right? I went in there and they helped me find some really great wines. He let me taste so many things. And it was funny because he was like, all right, girl, now you're going to have to buy a flight at this point. Because <laughs> he literally let me taste everything. But it was just cool to kind of like have a conversation with someone who I felt like I couldn't connect with and kind of knew what I would want. And he everything he recommended was really good. And I bought like three bottles of wine. Mm. And yeah. I'll be back. So if you guys are in like, the, I think it's like the West Loop area of Chicago, check it out. And that was 1340 BWS. Yep. It was so good. For me, you know, I hate leaving the city. Yeah. So I have been to some new Evanston places. Oh. The first thing, I forgot the name. It's a um cinnamon roll place downtown evanston okay and like you can create your own there's like 31 different flavors of cinnamon rolls what yeah it's crazy but it's like a cute little place to go and just get a little dessert Mm. super cute what is it called 
um, I'll find out for you. And mm. I'll put it in the show notes, you guys. And the second place you're going to love. Okay. Have you been to Deep Purple? No, what is that? It's a new um, acai place. They Ooh. do acai bowls and smoothies oh. and all this stuff downtown Evanston. Wow. By my house. Yeah. And literally, you can walk there. I think it's on, like, Davis. Wow. Yeah, no, I haven't tried it. I need yeah, to they have explore. one in um, a couple of other places in the city. But um, you should check it out. Okay. I love acai bowls. I make them all the time at home. I'm sure they're not really correct, but hey, child, they be purple. <laughs> and, you know, this place is called Deep Purple, so. That is hilarious. So, yeah, that's been good. Child, Megan got a dog, so if I sound stuffy on this episode, child, I am allergic to dogs. I do. And I was with my dog, too, so. Yeah, this pandemic is crazy. I feel like I've become more of, like, a... I don't know, a family person or something like Mm -hmm. we've been traveling and together and I have my house now my dog like I'm just doing it. Girl, people got three things during this pandemic, a dog, a baby or a vaccine (laughs) (laughs) or all three shit. Right. (laughs) Oh, my God. Literally. So everybody pregnant or had just had their baby. And you see them quarantine babies. Girl. They come out with teeth and stuff. Girl, they coming out big as hell. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to hold off on that. I'm going to wait on that. Thank you very much. But, yeah. Have you been watching anything good? You know what? I haven't been watching anything. Um, I actually started watching a movie called Dune. The Dunes or something. I don't know, man. Yeah. It's pretty good. Like, I don't know. It was good. Like, it's like a two and a half hour movie. So I'll come back to you guys with details. But y'all know I don't really watch TV. I have been going to some sporting events. I went to a Bulls game. Man, the Bulls is like, they showing out. Weren't they like number one for a minute? Yeah, I mean, they're still doing very well. I think they've only lost one game, maybe out of five or something. Uh They're playing very well. So I'm going to another game. I'm going to see my baby KD. Okay. So, yeah. Who's on KD? Kevin Durant. Um, I don't <laughs> do sports. Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Brooklyn Nets. I mean, the funny thing is I only know, like, certain players, and that's it. Like, mm-hmm. but yeah. I'll know a player if I'm interested in his wife. Like, I know Steph oh, Curry because I God, like Aisha yes. Curry. Yes. You know, Same. like, I won't know you unless you're in a that's relationship. That's true. And I do love Mackenzie. She's dating. Uh, Well, she's married to MCP or some. Who? Her name is MCP Mackenzie Caldwell Pope. She is bomb. She just got transferred to uh, an East Coast team from the Lakers. She's so bomb. She's fashion. She's beauty. She's all the things. She's a, a boy mom. You should follow her. You would like her. Who is she married to? Kentavious uh, Caldwell Pope. Never heard. Yeah. he's He was a Laker for like, I think, 10 years. Wow. She's super dope. I love her. Do you know... Um, <laughs> Sorry, this dog is making me sneeze. Um, Kamaya? No. Okay, yeah, never mind. I don't know these people. You know only the big names. (laughs) Yeah. I really don't follow sports at all. I'm just not interested. Okay, but I've been watching some things. Obviously, you guys know I watch everything on TV. But a couple of new things I've been watching. Obviously, Insecure's back. I know. That first episode, I don't know. It wasn't giving what it was supposed to give. But I feel like it's building up to something. Yes, of course it is. So, 
actually the first episode I thought it was good because it showed about I really liked how it showed Issa and Molly's relationship how it took a long time to rebuild yes because you don't realize what friendships when something happens you can't just jump right back in no you can't like they working on it mm-hmm, I agree um on all my travels I've been watching this limited series called made it was so good so it's mm. on Netflix. It's about like the single mom who was like getting abused, trying to build her life. I don't know. It's a really, really cute story. And it's only eight episodes. Wow. So check it out. And the last thing I've been watching is on Hulu. And Patrick and I are obsessed. It's called Dope Sick. No, I never heard of it. And it's about, um, what was it? Like hydrocodone or Oxycontin. Mm-hmm. It's about like what happened and the family who created it and how oh. they like lied and screwed over like people just to get rich. And it's so good. Okay. So wow. it's on Hulu, you guys. It's called Dope Sick. You got to check it out. Okay. Um, The I'm last thing I it. wanted to say was a little, you know me, a little give back moment. Okay. Again, it's in Evanston. If we have Evansonians here, it's called um Santa for a Day. Mm-hmm. And so it's a little pop-up um, thing for the holidays since we're approaching that season. And you pick letters from kids who are underprivileged. And it's gift requests, it's hygiene needs, and it's also educational needs. Mm. So you would be buying three things that they need that cover those bases and helping the kid have, you know, a better holiday season. Oh, wow. So I Love think that. right now we realize that throughout this pandemic we've all – had so much and we've all had an overabundance of things and family and it's time to you know kind of give back to the people who are struggling mm-hmm. and the holidays are always a trying time because people are like I can't provide for myself or my kids or whatever but if you focus on other people and doing for them the things that you need in turn come back to you yes they do so I think we should just take this time to focus less on us and more towards giving yeah, to the people who need I it. I love that. I would definitely uh, sponsor a couple kids for sure. Yeah, and of course, always if you're not in Evanston, the post office always has the um the Santa the letters. letters. So now you can go online at usps.com and you'll see the letters of the kids and their handwriting and everything that the postal workers scan in that you can um provide those kids with the things that they need. Yes, and even if you can't give financially give your time like i remember we we Mm -hmm. went and cooked for a homeless shelter yeah um i mean i know things are kind of weird with covid but i mean there's so many other things that we do but you can do it you can't cook on site but Uh if you look at any of these shelters um you can provide food for them. There's lunches right now. I'm collecting toiletries. Um, there's a thousand things that you can do. Um, we just gave coats for to the domestic um, violence shelter um, last week. Um, there's a thousand things and a, a million organizations that you can help out if you want to. Yep. They're there and it doesn't take that much. And like Rebecca said, if you don't have the money or the means, donate your time. Yep. I know like right now um, 
there's a lot of people who are donating like old clothes or summer clothes and they need sorters. Yeah. Just people to sort and see like, does this have a hole? Then no, we can't give it. Or you, they want you to hang up the stuff because I don't know if people have ever worked in shelters, but it's a really nice thing that they do where they let the homeless people go shopping. They mm. set them up like a store where they can go and pretend to check out and have their bags and everything. Wow. And they always need people to go and like hang up the clothes or fold the clothes or put the shoes together so if you have the time and you have a giving spirit then donate that time create the time yep create the time yeah definitely give back it's a season of and we should always be doing this we shouldn't just leave it to the holidays and we should take the pressure off of the holidays being about gift giving and just yeah just really spend quality time with the people that we love i think the pandemic probably showed us all that that yep we just need to spend the time with each other because that's more valuable than a gift that you can give me, honestly. Exactly. And like I said, we all see how many people are struggling right now. There's more homeless people than there's ever been. Yep. So help them out because it could easily be us. Yep. But yeah, that's Do your my part. Two Do your part. All right, y'all. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.